Thanks for tuning in to the Undercuts review of the 2023 Canadian Grand Prix. Please rate and review wherever you listen and enjoy the show. By being a racing driver, you are under risk all the time. By being a racing driver means you are racing with other people. And if you no longer go for a gap that exists, you're no longer a racing driver. All right, guys. So we had the 2023 Canadian Grand Prix. We were expecting definitely rain for the first two days of the weekend and potentially rain on Sunday. Um, But let's get into qualifying real quick. So it it was pouring rain going into the session. Um, Everybody was starting on intermediate tires um, going in, but it was kind of stopping raining towards the beginning of the session. Um, Unfortunately, Carlos had some really weird slowing down right before the the final chicane and uh, ruined Pierre's lap at the end there, but it could have been a lot worse than than even that. But a lot of people were really pissed off about how they were stopping right there. Martin Brundle, um, it was looking pretty dangerous. Yeah, he wasn't. He didn't move to the side of the track like he was sort of like dead in the middle of the track. And yeah, when the when one when one car's going flat out and another car's trundling on, the speed differential is frightening. Yeah, when you um, saw when you when you got the in car view of the closing speed was yeah, nuts. Crazy. I mean, yeah, he wasn't where people would be, but man, that that was a lot of that could have been pretty nasty. Yeah, so I kind of. He was trying to gap, right? He was just trying to get himself a gap, you know, to people in front, I think. But, yeah, dangerous. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those where they've just got to be talking to the drivers, letting them know. I mean, Carlos should have been way, way over to the right, and they should have been telling him how many cars were coming and where the gap was, who the gap was after, right? Yeah. So they should have said, keep an eye out for the Toro Rosso or whatever, and then you're good. And he should have been slowed down right halfway up that up halfway up that straight. Um, I mean, I think that they said that he they told him that I think it was Yuki was was right there. Maybe it was Nick, but that they didn't tell him about Pierre who was behind him. Um, and that's when he kind of started going into the chicane, and Pierre's lap was ruined. But yeah, it was probably more on the communication, just like you said. Um, but unfortunately, even though Pierre was going pretty fast, he was out in that session. Of course, Logan was out in that session because he is awful. And Joe <laughs> and I, I'm I'm getting bitter about Logan at this point. I mean, it's just like really a pitiful showing. Um, and both of the Alphataris were out, which was really disappointing um, from them. And then going into Q2, it got... Pretty spicy with Albon coming out. He was the only one to come oh, out Q two on the slick tires. Um, it was really really ballsy on him and Williams, and he was able to make it pay off and put in a great lap. And what I mean, what a call by the Williams team. You know, they're just Absolutely. like you know, you look at it like I, I don't want to say t- like Haas in Brazil because obviously that was in Q three, but you know these yeah. these guys they they only. I mean, if they all call the same shots, then they're not going to be anywhere near. And they made that call and they put him out there. And I just wish it had been Q3. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, they didn't have much to. I mean, you say they didn't have much to lose, but maybe they did. If he if he spins it off the track and smashes up the car, then yeah, they got plenty to lose. So it's not without risk. Yeah, because they had uh, obviously they had upgrades again. Yeah. I think they were all but on Albon's on, car. Exactly. So if he'd have smashed it up, then it would have just been like, yeah. oh well. We're Back getting to the into, drawing board. <laughs> yeah, Mick, Mick Schumacher situation where he smashed up so many cars, it's like eating into their budget or something like yeah. last year with the Haas team. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, Albon is is really showing uh, how much of a better driver he is than Logan Sargent, I guess, which might not be such a big brag. But um, yeah, it was great. And as everybody else tried to catch up in Q2, you know, who was coming in for slicks, who was staying out on inters, you know, the, the, was the rain starting again? Was it stopping again? Yeah, I mean, it just yep. fell perfectly for Albon. Yeah, um, and and some casualties in in Q two. I mean, yeah. people that didn't make the call, that weren't out on the right tire at the right time, changed That's to right. the changed to the slicks too late, and because it started they, to rain again towards the end of Q two, didn't it? So there yep, was yep. a very short wind. There was a short window at the start. Albon nailed it. Everyone early stoppers took advantage and then if you waited another two two more minutes yeah you know, another lap or two that's it and charles was gone charles wanted to come in and ferrari told him to stay out and he missed out on on q3 essentially yeah. because ferrari told him to stay out and he was yeah. not happy and checo as well right yep um but checo was struggling all weekend yeah. um he was just couldn't couldn't get pace at all um so but still, I mean, getting out in Q2 is not what we would have expected no. from from him. Um, and then also out, Lance Stroll, another surprise, although he was struggling all weekend too. He just has not been able to get the the handle on the car that, that Alonso has, which I guess is not all that surprising. Um, Kevin Magnussen also out and Baltas out in that yeah. session. And then early on in Q3, it's raining still. Um, it's looking like it's going to be like Q1, just enters all the way through. Um, Alcon crashes pretty early on into the session and brings out a red flag. It just got hard. The rain just got harder and harder, right? So everybody that had set a time before Alcon crashed sort of had that time and everybody else, you know, or nobody was going to improve their times at that point. It was just raining. So yeah, hard. and it was, and then it was, it was the timing of when the red flag came out. <laughs> You know, because yep. Fernando was five, six seconds away from the line, uh, and he would have not got max, but he would have gotten second on the grid. Yeah, um, and it just started pouring. Rain. And then, yeah, after that, it was there's no point in really going out. Yeah, and Nico Hulkenberg got the highest. Well, got the highest starting spot. We thought that Haas had ever had for a Grand Prix. Um, but second he, front row. But wait a minute, yep. it's Haas. Gunter must be furious. <laughs> <laughs> and what what was it that caused it? I guess I kind of noticed it too, that his time came in after the red flag came out. And I well, guess the time did. Was it, what it was. No, it was that he, he got across the line a second or two, maybe a second before the red flag came out. But then he was just pushing on to the next lab. Mm. Didn't realize that the red flag had come out because I think they get an, audi- an audible signal. Right. And he heard it and slowed down and thought he was getting the signal to say that he was going too slowly. I don't really get it. But anyway, he messed up on the protocol 
and was going too fast in red flag conditions. And mm. he got a three spot penalty. So it's brutal. Brutal. Um, but Hass can't have like nice our- things. <laughs> no, no, they really can't. Even when they get them, it's just like not even for the real thing. Yeah. So poor Nico. And then there were other penalties that that um were put in place during all for all the other ones were for impeding, I believe. Carlos, of course, for the at least the first one in Q one. There might have been another one as well. Um Lance also and Yuki all got three spot grid penalties. Um so a pretty eventful qualifying session. Continue the conversation on pine-sports.com. That's P-I-N-E-sports.com and the Pine Sports Discord, which you can find linked on the website. And join us in a one-of-a-kind fantasy Formula One contest at coopsf1.com. That's C-O-O-P-S-F number one dot com, where you can put your theories to the test. Um, like I said, we had all the penalties, so the grid was was super mixed up. Lewis got a great jump off off the line from the from the start and was able to get ahead of Fernando, um, whose start didn't really look all that bad. But but Lewis did great, and he was able to stay behind Max for a little bit, um, at least for a couple laps. Um, there was some great racing between Carlos and and Checo through the first lap. Um, because Carlos was pushed all the way back to what? What did he start P eleven after the after the uh, penalty? Yeah, he he was way down there. Yeah, yeah. So they had some great racing there. Um, yeah, it was it, the second half of the lap. There's on the back side of the lap. There's some chicanes, and um, they were they were going in right next to each other, and Carlos kind of got the move. But then it sent him wide on the exit and Checo managed to come back on the inside. And then they got down to the hairpin and coming out of there, um, you know, Carlos was getting him back and it was, it was good racing. It's like first lap, clean yeah. racing, yeah. you know, no touches. So it was, uh, it was good, clean racing from the pair of them. Yeah. And then Kevin had a little, a little moment at that, the last chicane, I guess he was coming in too hot and missed his breaking line and the guys in front of him. And he almost ran into the back of him, but was able to, uh, stay out of that. Um, Oscar had a great move, um, to get ahead of Lando. Um, that was really the best yeah, stuff re- we saw from that. I watched the replay of the, yeah, the Ke- Kevin one. I, I agree with you. He came in too hot at first. I thought like, it was the Red Bull and the Ferrari in front that was sort of the at fault, but yeah, they were slowing down for the chicane, the very last chicane, and like somehow Kevin just got distracted by the two cars side by side yeah. in front of him, or what? Yeah, like, I think it was just because because Carl, Carlos was going around the got gotten him going on the on the left side. Checo was further to the middle of the track. K Mag was was in that spot, and then when Checo moved across to make the corner, the space that Magnuson thought he had to break into just disappeared because because right. Checo had moved into that space to break, and that's when he kind of did that whole jink on the outside. But that could have been pretty pretty tangy if they made some contact yeah, there. It yeah. could have taken three of them out of the race. Yeah, spicy. And then that that chicane has that sort of bollard in the runoff area that you have to go around. Yeah, which yeah. I thought was. Very, very well placed. I don't know if that's just, I, you know, by the design of that corner, but 
you know, if you went, if you outbreak yourself or you go straight on, it, it, it was, it was good enough that you didn't rejoin the track dangerously, but bad enough that you definitely lost momentum and, you know, would get overtaken. But I was so, on know, that wouldn't... first point though. I don't know. It seemed kind of tight and it seemed that anyone who was joining or rejoining rather the track, having gone through that had to cut really quite severely right across the track to get back on. I don't know. It's a definitely, it was, I, it, I didn't, I didn't think anybody was rejoining unsafely. Everybody should be over to the, to the right hand side of the track there. Anyway, it seemed to work out. There was, you know, throughout the race, a few cars took that escape route. Yeah. But every time uh, they did, I was kind of none like, of them gained an advantage. Yeah. No, you but that like, new, that new wall a bit like the first turn was really bad. Yeah. That was weird. That was a bit strange yeah. looking back down the track. Like it sort with of blocked the grass, your, it sort of the blocked your view, but you could imagine like that chicane, like for example, the is it the Nouvelle chicane when you're coming out the tunnel yeah. in, in in Monaco? You can go straight on there and just get you know massive, and, you know, just just go straight on, yeah. and just, you know you'll just overtake everybody because they've had to break hard. But this one, no, with that little bollard in there and the and the turns, it it, it worked out well, I thought. But probably just a, it's not something you can implement on on just any corner. It has to be, um, uh, yeah. Just kind of set up, set set up, up yeah. nicely for that. But that that whole sequence right there with the the pit entrance and the and the chicane—it's just like it's that 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 turn there scares me sometimes. Yeah. With with having the guys going into the pit lane and other yeah, guys breaking, it just I like think, it's, uh, it's like yeah. a trick of the eye, you know. It's just yeah. Like Brundle said worse. as much. If you're not if you're not paying attention, if you're following the car in front and he goes straight on, and you're supposed yeah. to turn right. And and similarly with the with the exit, I mean, there's some pits that have stri- strange exits, you know, with the one that goes underground through a tunnel. I forget which mm-hmm. one of that. That's, that's the Abu Dhabi, Middle East. Middle that's Eastern, Abu Dhabi. Yeah. yeah. But here, you know, you, you're coming side by side out the pits with the straight, but then the racing cars have to have to turn right and then left, but you then don't rejoin until they're turning back left again. Yeah, but I I, yeah. I like the pit lane here because it means that you've the cars as you're coming into the pits. The other cars are braking and slowing down, and then they're accelerating through and out. And then you've got a straight shot past a corner into the second corner. So it's one of the shortest time loss Delta, deltas, deltas. Okay. of yeah. for pit stops. It still sucks that like when they only have one, but you know I think there were still yeah. two. Um, you know, but basically, yeah. if the shorter the the shorter the delta on the on the pit stop, the more exciting it is because then the, you can have different strategies. You can have people going more easily onto a two stopper, right. and yeah. it just makes it just a little bit more interesting for me. Yeah, because because you're saying because basically you're missing two corners yeah. on the track yeah. going into the. So two instead two. of it being like twenty or twenty two seconds on like an average circuit, maybe it's fifteen or sixteen seconds. Yeah, right. loss. Interesting. Yeah, and just like having to take that extra pick stop, if you have that much of an advantage, you might it might not cost you all that much. So, just makes it a little more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, four laps in, Alonso tapped the wall a little bit, but it didn't seem to to affect him. Um, and then already lap six, Max is starting to pull away a little bit, um, and Alonso is starting to get up on the back of of Lewis. So it was looking like that is probably going to be the battle that we're going to see. And then lap seven, Logan has an issue with the car and has to stop on track and brings out a virtual safety car. And he is out of the race already. 
But the timing mm. could not have been worse for Nico Hulkenberg. He just pitted the lap yeah. before. And so that meant that he'd had to eat a full pit stop delta loss. And then yeah. yep. everyone else saved themselves six or seven seconds at that phase yep. in the race where people were still relatively close to one another. And it just sent him all the way down. I, I don't know where he was when he pitted, maybe sixth or seventh, but then he was like 13th or 14th once once everyone had pitted. Yep. And it was just a real shame because the, the weekend was out um, the window at that point. And Sonoda pitted on the first lap as well. Did he have damage or was that just... I think he did have some damage. He must have had somewhere. some damage. Even though there yeah. was no reason for him to pit on the first lap, surely. But yeah. um, he got rid of his mediums after one lap, went straight onto hards. But yeah, everybody pitted um, on lap 10, like 10, 11 or 12, except for Perez and the two Ferraris and, and, and Bottas and Magnussen. So... Perez on the hard stayed out, and then Sainz and Leclerc stayed out on their mediums, which yep. I thought was a bold call at the time. It was. Yeah. I mean, it basically meant that they were going to have boring races because they were always going to have to be, to be like hanging out there, trying to keep their tires while everyone else is doing their thing right. because they were essentially trying to wait for another safety car. Because yes. if they hadn't, yeah. then it would have been like tumbled down the grid and that would have been the end of that. So they really had to nurse but, their tyres the whole time. Perez was on hard tyres, so he was always he always had to go long anyway. But they didn't pit for, for this safety car. It was a few laps later when George hit the wall and got all that damage on his car and all the debris went everywhere that the safety car came out and all those ah, yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. sorry because right. oh, that's sorry, right because yeah. sergeant no. we, he pulled in right by the entrance yeah, and so it was, it was like, like a 20 yeah hard. 20 second or so uh virtual safety car but some creative yeah. editing by um the host of the podcast will will insert our sterling <laughs> commentary in the appropriate yeah. <laughs> part of the podcast seamlessly <laughs> and make us all look amazing and brilliant <laughs> It'll be perfect. insightful. Nobody will, no know. One will ever know. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> but um, Lewis and Alonso almost had contact in the pit lane. Um, it looked like he got out just in time to me, but it, it was it was really close. I I love Fernando, I but he did. He, he he. It was a it was a bit like watching soccer with Italy playing Spain, and then everyone's throwing <laughs> themselves to the floor. I don't know. It was, yeah. it was a bit. It was a bit divey. The wobble of the steering wheel. Yeah, the wobble of the yeah. steering was yeah. a bit divey, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, it, 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 I when I saw it in real time, I thought I, I thought it was an unsafe release. I honestly did. Um, you know, I think Alonso tapped tap the brakes. I thought it was unsafe. I still think it's unsafe. But yeah, Horner, you could see Horner sitting on the pit wall, <laughs> like doing that with his hands, making fun of uh, Alonso w- waggling the steering wheel backwards and forwards as if he was avoiding. Yeah. Um, Hamilton, but uh, yeah, because yeah. then there was another unsafe release, was it with Lando and Albon? Lando, and that was closer. Yeah, was yep. was that was closer. Yep. Yeah, and and Leclerc as well had, but they, they were all they all had. It was pretty close, so I don't know. But this this stewarding. it was quite a lenient period of stewarding. Yeah. yeah, I would say so. Yeah, yeah, like you said, everybody but Charles Carlos. Checo, Kevin, and Baltas came in. Lap 17, the safety car came back in. Max had a great jump and was out of DRS range not even halfway through. 
through the lap. Um, he put in some crazy times, and then he just pulled oh, away, and that was hold it. on a, one other second though. During the during the safety car period, is that when uh, Lando got in trouble for backing up? Yes, yeah, it must have yeah. been. Yeah, they gave him this uh, unsportsmanlike conduct penalty or something, a bit like uh, NFL football, if you're f- familiar yeah. with that. But yeah, he was backing up the field, ostensibly, I believe, to to gap so that he could go into the pits right after Piastri and like double stack, yeah. um, but not have to sit and wait there. But they, they didn't look too kindly on that and gave him a five second penalty. Yeah. They, they, I think basically, he, yeah, I think so. But he, yeah, he hung out on the apex of the hairpin a little too long, I think. And uh, yeah, he backed them all up along that straight. I mean, there are, there are rules about it, you know, 10 car lengths and all this kind of yeah, stuff. They're, they're there for a reason yeah but call it um breach of safety car protocol or something don't call it unsportsmanlike yeah. Well, yeah, they were, yeah. behavior yeah oh yeah they got into it didn't they the the, the commentators one of the i forget the the is it ted kravitz was getting all like yeah. right over the he was getting he was mad about everything <laughs> he was all confused about what it was uh you know by calling it something different which is fine hey ted's got a hard job you know these commentators they throw out like questions and he's supposed to go off and investigate and come back with yeah. the answers so I feel for and, him. And they, yeah, they, have, happy with the they have to process through speaking and end up with it being the right thing to say at the time because they don't, they're just finding yeah, okay. it out and they don't really have time to think it through. They just have to say it. So it's a tough, it's yeah. a tough thing. It's kind of, it's kind of like talking tough, to the missus, job, you know? Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, she's not a listener. Don't worry. She's, she's not listening, listening to this. She's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> But Lando, even though he didn't get the penalty for a while after that, I don't think, but um, he had a great move at turn one and got by Kevin and he was up into P9. And then on lap 23, Alonzo was finally able to get by Lewis on that really long straight into the final chicane. And he was back into P2. He got it pretty, pretty easily. Lap 35, Nick and Kevin both outbreak each other and both go into the runoff. Or I guess Nick Nick locked up. Nick locked up. And then like Kevin kind of couldn't turn. Kevin was trying to turn right. And I think that his front right actually made contact with DeVries' rear left, which sent him into into the runoff on turn three slash four yeah. right um yeah i mean before that they had some good racing like on the, the basically at the the first corner coming left they're attacking each other um but they both went wide and russell's russell went through went past both of them because they were sort of uh, taking care of each other yeah. russell went off into the distance and then it was like yeah the third corner nick just sort of was in the middle of the road locked up the tires slid straight on and yeah kevin just had no choice but to follow him down there and then yeah then they were both stuck with nowhere to go and took them forever to get out of there i'm sure there's some memes online i haven't seen one yet (laughs) remember that scene from uh remember the scene from austin powers where he's on the little truck and he's like reversing backwards and forwards trying to turn around i mean it looked a bit like that where there yeah there was no space but tight for one car let alone two down there to to extricate themselves but unfortunately nick Nick's not doing himself any any favors, is he? He's he's been no. told he's got to improve results, and not sure he's he's showing it right now. Yeah, we might see Liam Lawson sooner than I was expecting. Yeah, yeah. It's like, is are they going to make the change? I mean, 
I mean, we all know how ruthless Red Bull are, and right, you know, as 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 great of a story as it was with him coming in in Monza and doing what he did, he's really not he's not had a single good race out of what the six or seven yeah. races we've had. He's been disappointed, consistently disappointing in every single one, making rookie errors. I mean, I know he's a rookie, but he's he's like late twenties, so he's been around. He should know what he's doing, and he's just not get he's yeah, just not yeah. getting the job done. It's uh, I mean, it just seems like a, a million years ago that he stepped into that Williams, you know, out of the blue, and 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 extra you know extracted two points from it, and then and then left again, and that one performance got him this drive pretty much, and. Yeah. Uh, he has not lived up to the hype. No. And it seemed like coming into the season, a lot of the, you know, professional pundits were saying that he was like the rookie quote unquote to watch because he's had experience in so many categories and he just hasn't been able to, yeah. to put it together, unfortunately. So we'll see. Um, a couple laps later, some of the guys start coming in for their second stops. And then finally, Checo came in for his first stop. Um, where was he at the time? He was in P5, so he dropped back to P7 right behind Albon, so really not so bad. It was looking like the overcut was actually uh, kind of working out a little bit, and then this is where Lando got, got the penalty for unsportsmanlike behaviors, I think they said. Yeah. <laughs> um, crazy. Um, and then Carlos and Charles pit on the next two laps. Um, everybody that hadn't pit just kind of starts coming in. Um, Checo got by Albon pretty easily um, down that long straight. That was not a fight Albon was trying to have, but he was having an incredible race up in P6 um, on lap 40 is awesome. I mean, this is where this is where as a Ferrari fan, I, I thought, well, that that's it now. You know, Perez is going on to the mediums. The Ferraris have to go on to the hards. So you know, clearly Perez is going to overtake them um, and, and, you know, work his way up the field. But he just couldn't, he had, he had, he had a mediums versus theirs, hard, hards, fresher tires, and he couldn't get past the Ferraris. Yeah. Like Perez is just having a shocker, basically. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of any other way to say it. I mean, because there was this guy, Max Verstappen, that's in this race. We haven't mentioned him at right. all because I don't think it was even barely shown on the screen. But yeah. they're driving the same car and Max. Um, is just you know cruising. How, how could it be? How could it be that different? I mean, early on in the season, we were dreaming that maybe Perez would be able to challenge him. He got a couple of race wins, and the last few races, it's just been, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's not looking I mean, good. He's been messing it up mostly in qualifying. He does. He's not even putting himself in with a chance during the race because yeah. he keeps messing up in qualifying. Um. But, but maybe we should the, give Ferrari more credit, you know, <laughs> good, you know, good strategy. Maybe and they didn't lose any positions on that pit stop either, where yeah. Checo yeah. dropped back two spots. Both Charles and Carlos were able to stay, stay where they were. Yeah. And, uh, you know, maybe they've, they've found something on the car that's helping with tire degradation or something. Yeah. I mean, it certainly, um, yeah. I mean, you look at that stint that they did on the, um, on the mediums, that was a, that was a really long yeah. stint. I mean, the, the mediums were supposed to last like 26 yeah. laps and they did 40 odd laps on them. So it's, yeah. you know, maybe they're not as fast, but they are more consistent on their tires. So yeah, they're not they're using not them up as, much. as much. So, yeah. 
Um, maybe that's a good sign. Obviously, the conditions that there were this weekend and the track itself, because it's, you know, um, it's quite, again, it, it's a relatively unique track um, in terms of it's a, it's a blast and then a break and then a blast and then a break, you know. Very heavy on um, the breaks, yeah. You know, it'd be interesting to see how they go in Austria because that's a very a different type of circuit, very flowy. Um, so see how they go. I mean, if they have got their tire issues sorted out, then, you know, they could be moving up the grid a little bit, moving up the order. And if I remember correctly, Charles does pretty well in Austria, doesn't he? He, he's won at least a race there. I think he won there last year, maybe, um, that might've been the last of his wins. Um, but anyway, after, Checo pit, it was like everyone that was around the, the top of the order pit. Um, Lewis pit after that, stayed in the same spot. Fernando pit after that and was able to stay ahead of Lewis in NP2. And then Max pit pit the lap after that. Um, and the line stayed pretty much the same. And then a huge DRS train started to build behind Alex. Um, and no one was able to really get get close enough to to make a real a real chance at, at passing him um it was, yeah, it was La- really... i think lando was trying the hardest and amongst all of that to like make make things happen and yeah, himself. yeah. and he was probably the person that had the least well, to gain he's... from it because he was going to pass people yeah. and and go backwards with his bicycle but that was why he was him. really trying hard yeah. right i mean he had to get by them otherwise he'd have yeah. been more more places back so he was just he had nothing to yeah. lose really at that point he just had to try and get up the field as far as possible before the five-second penalty kicked in. Obviously, um, it didn't really work out, and he didn't get any points out of it because he yeah. just couldn't get yeah. through. Um, you know that that Williams is slippery in a straight line. The Williams always has been like quick. Um, it's just it doesn't really yeah. have the downforce to help it through the corners. Unfortunately, the question is: is that is that a design choice choice or? Can Williams just not find how to get downforce on the car? Like, therefore, it is fast in a straight line, but they would like it to have more downforce. They just can't add. Well, it. I mean, you look at the you, you look at the pictures or, of the underfloor yeah. of the Williams versus the Red Bull and the and the Mercedes from when they were up in the air in Monaco, and you see the underfloor from the from the Williams is a much more basic, less evolved design yeah. than both Mercedes and and Red Bull. So it's uh, there's a certainly there's so much more going on under the front running cars than there are under the Williams. There's, you know, it's really a factor of resource. Um, so yeah. Williams have got quite a bit to do. Through the DRS train, you see George start to to drop back really fast, and then he has to retire from the race. It was you know more than likely. They said it was a brake cooling issue. Um, it was more than likely probably caused from his uh, crash yeah. earlier Because that, that was a heavy, heavy impact. Front, rear, then front. Yeah. I don't know how his car stayed. Yeah, the back rear absolutely smashed against the wall. How he didn't break the suspension is amazing. Yeah. And finally, after all of his trying, Lando was able to get by Bottas on the long straight, but it was uh, too little, too late. Um, it was kind of like, I can't remember 
where it was the race earlier in the season where we had like the crazy restart at the very end of the Australia. race. Australia. Carlos got that penalty. That was in Melbourne. Yeah. Australia where like the pack was so backed up that that five second penalty was so detrimental because everybody was so close that you fell back. And, so yeah. many and it was the last, and like I think that was the, like the last lap they stopped it after that. Didn't they? Um, yeah, but that was, that was the race where, you had Gasly and Ocon both going to score solid points, and then they they, they took each <laughs> other right. out. And that's right. people kind of forget yeah. that when they think, "Oh, Alpine came back strong in Monaco and whatnot." It's like, well, they were kind of good in Australia too, but they just had a moment. <laughs> I totally forgotten about that. That's funny. Um, and then Lando tried to get by Ocon, and he had a really close try at that hairpin on the on the very last lap and i thought maybe he was going to be able to get him down the long straight but with Ocon also having drs he just wasn't able to to get enough speed to get it by that by that chicane um but lance had that great moment just passing botas right at right at the finish line and um taking ultimately ninth place with with lando's uh lando's penalty which was a pretty good recovery from i don't remember where he started like 12th or 13th or something like that so pretty good and max won again yeah only, How about that only oh that nine guy and a half, only <laughs> nine and a half seconds ahead this time that's quite close um yeah you know for this season it's not um, 20 it's not, it's not 20. 20 and and not and we, we barely saw max the whole race um he nearly tried to take himself out at the end he, yeah. he ran over the curb just like Russell did that bumped him into the wall, but it, that didn't happen to Max. And he came onto the radio joking about it, like, yeah, nearly took myself out there. <laughs> <laughs> and then apparently he uh, very quite early on in the race too, like in the early laps, he hit a bird. Yeah. Um, and it got stuck. Yeah. It got stuck. stuck in the front, uh, front right wheel yeah. or not, not in the wheel. Cause it didn't no, come in the out grill. And they changed it. Yeah. yeah. It was like in the grill. In the uh, in whatever the, kind of grill they have, <laughs> in the grill, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it got stuck around the. So luck, I guess it didn't affect the brakes or anything, or the cooling of the brakes. But yeah, I mean, there was some pretty gruesome pictures online. Really? Uh, I hadn't yeah. seen any. It was of stuck there the whole race. <laughs> a, me- a mechanic holding up a, a mangled bird, unfortunately, that uh, took the whole race with him. But yeah, so yeah, we barely. Barely saw Max at all the whole race, but yeah, definitely a winner. Yep, yeah, and- I mean, I think obviously uh, Fernando got stuck behind uh, Lewis off the start, so you know. But then there was the there was the safety car in there as well, so that kind of pulled things together. So going, from, yeah, nine seconds is probably right around where it is over seventy laps, but you know. I mean, back, but Max was is always just wasn't driving. He was dictating the pace at that point, yeah, right? He could so have gone faster if he wanted. There yeah. was I even mean, a point during the race when you heard his engineer come on and say, "Max, you might actually have to try and push a little bit because the guys behind you are picking up a little bit of speed." Yeah, <laughs> he just doesn't even have to try. He he could have gotten probably way farther ahead if he really wanted but to. Good, good racing. Yeah, he bike. puts his cigarette out. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right then. <laughs> I mean, but good racing by Fernando and Lewis, you know, didn't yeah. no, no, no issue with them coming together or trying to take each other out. Just solid, solid racing between them for the majority of the race. That was basically what we were watching uh, a lot of the time. Yeah. 
Um, and yeah. then, of course, everybody behind Albon, but nobody could make a make a move. But I think yeah. Albon got driver of the day, and deservedly so. I think. Yeah, yeah I voted absolutely. for him. Yeah, and then and then Ferrari, right? We can put Ferrari in as, as a set of they, winners. You know, after they're qualifying, you know, debacle. Yeah, to get say it isn't so. I to mean, get fourth it's... and fifth. Yeah, like I said, no strategy, I... strategy screw ups and. Well, I mean, during the race, when they were sitting there and it was like 36 and they're still on the medium tire, and it's like, have they messed it up again? The whole middle phase of the race where they they haven't stopped yet, are they hanging out waiting for another safety car that never comes? Um, But yeah, yeah, they, they, they... it, it was, was an unorthodox strategy, but it paid off. Yeah. There was a murmur, I think, at one point where they asked Sainz to come in, I think around in the, in, <laughs> in, in the 20s, and he basically said no and stayed out <laughs> 10 more laps. And So they tried to screw it up, maybe, nice. but Sainz, you know, there's still a bit of a, a miscommunication between the drivers and the, and the pit wall and whether the drivers trust the pit wall you know, to make the right call or not. Um, well, clearly they like don't. <laughs> drivers have the final say. Um, but, uh, yeah, all's well that, All's well that ends well. Yeah, you know, they can work that out for, in a debrief. Yeah, that fight for P2 and the constructors is going to be going to be tight in the end, I think. Um, that's, yeah. That's what's the – how close are they? They're only like 45 points, the three teams in second, third, and fourth, 45 points apart. Yeah. So, yeah. Going to be, it's going to be hopefully interesting going that way, but it will not be interesting for McLaren, who are just atrocious. Um, they're losers yeah, again. I'm, I'm going to be, they're perennial losers on this show. It's, they've, they've not had a good couple of years since 2021 with uh, Daniel's win and Lando's ever so close in Russia. Yeah. You know, it, it was like they got to move on, but then obviously the rule change came along and just stabbed them, and which is a real shame because they're, a, you know, they're a good team. They're supposed to know what they're doing, but they just they get there and then they fall off again. Um, yeah. It was looking like they were going stand. in the right direction, but um, it looks like they just they just the race pace is not not there. Um, Haas. A very disappointing weekend. They were looking like they might be able to do something, obviously, with uh, Nico qualifying so well and coming away with no points is not what they were uh, looking yeah. for this weekend. Because also when you, you know you look at K-Mag was battling there with Checo and Carlos. So he was, you know, at the start, there was an option. It was an opportunity to score some points. But it's... Uh, you know, they just, yeah, it, 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 their uh, their race pace is just never, never where it needs to be. They 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 flatter in qualifying sometimes, and they have some good good moments in the race, but yeah. they tend to go backwards. Um, I, again, I, it looks like it's a tire thing. They can't get those tires working, and everyone else is just driving by them when they have to to uh, drive within the tires. Yeah. Yeah, and that was the uh, century win for for Red Bull, which is pretty yeah, crazy. Yeah, 100, 100 Formula One wins and 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 forty one wins for Max, which ties him with Senna on the all time list. That's insane. Um, Eight years he, younger than Senna was. Way younger than everybody. Yeah, way younger than everybody else to reach forty one wins. Everybody else is either like late 
not even maybe late twenties, all in their thirties, I think. Like yeah. Schumacher, uh, Schumacher, Senna, Prost, maybe maybe uh, Hamilton was late twenties when he did it. Yeah, but so. but then also you're going to look at it from the perspective of Senna when Senna did it. It was sixteen races in a season. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. He, it's a little bit of apples and oranges. You know, reliability he, was an issue. Yeah, reliability was an issue. It took Senna a lot fewer races to get to forty-one than it's taken Max. Um, right. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, good point. Who knows? Who knows not, when Max is going to finish? Yeah. When it's he'll all he'll be up time. there. Don't don't yeah. worry. He'll be up there if he stays around. If he sticks around, who knows? Or if the if the team can stay on top, right? I mean, it yeah, it it it, it goes around. You know, I've I've seen, you know, shows how old I am. I remember when you got into a Williams car and they basically handed you the title. You know, <laughs> on the on the you know that seems crazy to you, Jason, or to somebody who hasn't watched it for years. But. Yeah, I mean, when you said when you said it was a hundred uh, Grand Prix wins for for Red Bull, I mean, Williams are probably at a hundred and ten, hundred and twenty ish, maybe. You know, what's to yeah. say that by next year, Red Bull will have overtaken Williams for the win total? I don't know the stat on that. I mean, Hamilton yeah. has 100 plus on his own. Yep. The way it's going, they'll, they'll be yeah. ahead of Williams by the end of this season. No yeah. problem. Yeah, if I was Lewis, it would be hilarious if Lewis had, uh, you know, put something up. It's like, congratulations, Red Bull, on your 100th victory. <laughs> I've got 102 <laughs> by myself, but, you know. <laughs> Just two more to go to catch me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When when they get their hundred and second win, which is <laughs> probably going to be at Silverstone, Lewis should go. Welcome to the club. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty. It was pretty cool how chummy uh, Max, Alonso, and Lewis were in the cool down room after the race. Like, yeah, they, yeah, they just know yeah. they know they can't Every- fight Max anyway. So why even like try and be mad at him? everybody loved that like the internet was like a buzz with that coverage of like just listening they were they were calling it like the verstappen podcast where he just like (laughs) interviews the drivers at the end and then they cut away before they could talk some more uh, yeah and everybody was super i agree i was annoyed too like it was just good to see them interacting and talking with each other and not being asked you know questions by the by the press just being a bit more real it seems but Maybe they'll do more of that if they listen to us. Maybe not. I have to say though, I do miss like the Felipe Massa Fernando Alonso drama in the cool down room. <laughs> I like that more than <laughs> what we have now. Yeah, we've lost some of those hot those hotheads just aren't there at the moment, are they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no oh. Nico Rosberg throwing hats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's so petty and hilarious. I know. <laughs> oh my god, Nico. And we forgot to talk about the uh Ocon rear wing uh, wobbly. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Super wobbly. Yeah, that was weird. Was it like, yeah, was it like that the whole race or did it become loose at the end or what? I don't yeah, even I know what the, I don't even know how that's supposed to attach. Did, did it, is a, is a, you know, it was all the bottom. one piece. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Is it like, you know, a wing nut just got loose, wasn't tight or something? I don't know. I, don't know. It, I, I mean, it, it's like, it's, it's like, speaking about being petty, you know, with the Nico Rosberg and the hat thing. But it's like you're driving up. It's like his rear wing's wobbling. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. like, yeah. it's like somebody stop flag tackling. Him out the way, you know, yeah. it's like I can't it ever take him. All the time, though, anytime someone get him out the way. in front, 
anytime a driver does something slightly questionable, they're always straight on the radio, even off yep. the track. Even <laughs> off the track. <laughs> took my space. Yeah. His wings wobbly. <laughs> I mean, at least they didn't like use gaffer tape to like stick it down and send it back yeah, out, like, you know, like Alpha Tori. It's what it's what um, gaffer tape's for. That's what gaffer tape's for. If it moves yeah. and it shouldn't, gaffer tape. Exactly. <laughs> and Martin, you got any uh coops info for us? Oh yeah, the coops F one uh not you know not not a crazy uh, scores this week. You know, it's quite high because, you know, the top top six were sort of as expected, you know, in, in certain orders. Um, R. Heatley, 300 points, uh, was the, the top score this week. Um, and, uh, you know, overall standings, I think, um, I can't, El Sanchez Herrera moves up to the top spot. It's sort of been going backwards and forwards for the last few races. But, yeah. Jason, you, you dropped, Dropped two spots down to six, yeah. but um, you know, and Nick, you well, you dropped last last race, so you're sort of holding around uh, 18th now. Oh dear, um, yeah, I'm I dropping did, I like a stone. I'm having, <laughs> I'm having a shocker. I'm down another nine points, down at 135th. I was like top oh, 10 early man. on, um, but at least you know I'm not fudging my own picks. You know, <laughs> going in and making adjustments, or if I am, I'm making them. In the wrong direction. I've been slowly moving down the leaderboard too. Got to yeah. give a shout out to XX307X. He's a pine guy, so uh, he had a yeah, great. He's moved. Great he's week. moved up to nineteenth. Yeah. yeah, and uh, and Mark, our other host, he he slipped down a couple of spots to twenty third, but he's mm. you know he's hanging around. Yeah. Good stuff. I mean, yeah. I wish I wasn't in sixth place. I was in third at one point. So. Yeah, you're still. I mean, you're only. <laughs> Not even twenty points off the top, so and yeah, it's tight. We, we it's really the, tight. This was race six, was it? Race seven? What round was this yeah, in the championship? I think it was like round nine at the moment. Yeah, it's a good yeah. About it, we're getting in there. And time flies when missed, you're having fun. I mean, we're eight, not even halfway eight. through. We missed Imola, and they yeah. counted that one as a round, even though so, it didn't happen. Right, so it's eighth. Right. Yeah, that yeah, ninth race. round, but eighth race. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, oh, yeah. Weird season. Yeah, but the top twenty are only a hundred points apart. Yeah, so so plenty of plenty to fight for. Yeah, plenty yeah, to sure. plenty to play for. All right. Anything else you guys want to add? I mean, did we mention the? I mean, did we mention the podium? The number of world championships on that podium? You no, know, like twelve or so, right? Although <laughs> 12, 12 drivers and how many constructors with Adrian Newey up there? With Newey, yeah, yeah. Newey's got like twelve, like on his own. Well, we had this podium earlier in the season, didn't we? Yeah, with with Nui up there as well. Not with Nui, no. What's the? Yeah. What, I'm curious. What do you think the net worth of that podium was? I mean, it was <laughs> it was definitely up there amongst the the highest that has ever been. Right? I mean, Lewis Nui's, has got to have the highest one out of all of them combined. You would think. Yeah, I mean, Fernando's been around a long time, but Nui. I mean, they pay that guy. They, they've oh, got to pay that guy. He has to give up the corner. I had to bounce ahead. What is wrong with these people? Thanks for listening to the Undercuts review of the 2023 Canadian Grand Prix. And join us next time where we'll review the 2023 Austria Grand Prix. Thanks again. <laughs>